Hello, hello everyone. It is Casey and I'm here without Aaron at the moment because we're about to dive into this amazing episode that we have with Jillian, our very first um, interview on It's Tempting Pod, making some It's Tempting Podcast history. However, I really wanted to address the elephant in the room before we dive into this podcast. Um, Aaron and I both have like a ton of anxiety about it and Yes. So we love all the support. We love all of you. And we do take all of your feedback to heart. We know that we have had some mic issues. Um, Just so everyone knows kind of what's going on. Aaron has gone through like three different mic issues. We're on opposite sides of the country. Um, We've like changed our software. And in Jillian's episode, we recorded the entire thing. It's an incredible episode. And me, who has never really had any issues with my mic, I sound like I'm in the bottom of the freaking ring well, and we have no idea what the hell happened. So yes, we know that there's some audio issues. We apologize. We are actively fixing it. We both have anxiety about it. Um, Just keep in mind, everyone, that this podcast is brand new. We have barely been going for three weeks. Um, One day, this is going to be a very successful podcast. We're going to have a set. We're going to have high-tech equipment. We're going to have a team. And we're all going to giggle about these days when we had our mic issues. But instead of redoing the entire episode with Jillian because it was very organic and amazing, we're going to keep it. So I apologize that I sound like I'm in the ring well. We are getting it fixed. We're talking with support. So please just hang in there with us. We are working on it. And then also I did want to say um, if you guys are annoyed with the audio issues, please do not go onto Apple Podcasts and Spotify and give us one star and let us know that we have audio issues. We know. Okay. And we apologize and we are actively fixing it constantly. So without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this episode It is a really good one. Jillian is an amazing woman, and we had a lot of fun talking with her. So that's that. You guys enjoy the episode. Love you all. Hello, hello, everyone. We're back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin and a special guest. This is like It's Tempting Pod history because this is the first guest that we've ever had on our podcast. So Jillian, welcome to the pod. Thanks guys. I'm so, so excited to be here. You know how excited I am. I'm very Right? We're going to have like girl chat. I'm like, I'm actually pretty stoked. Well, yeah, I feel like we have so many questions. Like we're so invested in this season. It's bananas. And I don't know, just to hear your side, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, especially because like you guys know what it's like. Like, oh, I yeah, feel like yeah. I can, we're like fellow TI veterans now. Like, I can totally, yep. you know, oh, you know what I mean. Yeah. 100%. Because I feel like being a girlfriend on this show is such like a different experience than even just being like a single or whatever. Like, we're like almost bonded for life, even though we didn't do the show together. Because yeah. we relate on like a very deep level based on exactly. like what we've been through. You for know? sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just like dive in. We got a lot of questions for you. We I don't know if we can get through them all, but we did get a little list together of the most important mm-hmm. ones. So the very first one is 
about your age and going on the show at such a young age. And also, I wanted you to clarify this. There's been rumors that you weren't 21 on the show and you were actually like 23. So what's the deal? What's your age? That's <laughs> so funny to me. No way. Okay. <laughs> Let's I dive into this. <laughs> I will show you my driver's license, my passport, <laughs> my certificate. I promise I was 21, fresh out of college, on the show. I am now too because we filmed last year obviously um but yeah I was for sure 21 on the show and um it was a crazy experience to go through that at such a young age I mean I feel like Edgar and I our relationship like since you know we do have so much time under our belt together like it's not like a fresh thing and although people judge because we're younger we we do have like a lot of history together and we've grown up so Together. So I feel like going through this experience, like we really needed to, you know, test our relationship and like mm-hmm. see what TI would teach us. Um, but it is very crazy to be like the youngest person ever on to TI be, history. Yeah. Oh, for, I bet. And, you know, I do see some of the comments where they're like, she really is 21 or the other comments where they're like, is she 21? Um, but for me, I was just being myself and, you know, yeah. I... I am who I am and like I love fun things that a 21 year old love but at the same time like I feel like my mom is much older so I grew up in like a household where I was kind of like forced to like step up to the plate and be more mature Mm -hmm. which is why I'm able to you know recover from the experience and like handle it and like really learn rather than just like going and partying even though it sometimes looks like that on the show there was a lot more. <laughs> no, what the, I know you I wait, Casey oh, I feel like we're gonna say the same thing <laughs> well I was gonna say like I I feel like yeah like you definitely look like you have like a little party girl vibe going on on the show but I've even told Aaron this in our other recaps like you're 21 or 22 now um you, I've always said, you come off very mature for yes. your age, though. Like, I was not yep. as mature as you when I was 22. Yeah. Like, hell no. Like, yeah. I'm very impressed. And also, I kind of wonder where the hell those rumors came from. Because I'm, like, seeing it all over Reddit. Like, she lied about her age. I'm like, who came up with this shit? Like, I don't know where it came from. I don't think you can lie about your age. Because they do so much, like, background no, checks. You can so much like, of a process. Like, I don't. I don't think I could have done that if I wanted to. But yeah, <laughs> I wanted to. And like, what would you benefit for like lying about right? your age? No, yeah. but I agree with so weird. I agree with Casey though. I feel like anyone watching, if they didn't see your age get shown, would think you're older because like we talked about yeah. it on our previous podcast. Like you just come off so mature. Like especially at bonfires, which is where I feel like I couldn't even complete sentences. Like I literally would like either panic or cry and was just marble mouth. And then there's you who's just like very composed, like super proper. I was like so impressed. Honestly, with like all of you, like your whole season or your whole like cast with the girls, like I was so impressed with because I personally struggled so much with like, I don't know, when you have so much emotion inside, it's really hard to express yourself properly. And I felt like, with you it seemed like you you were you handled that very well thank you and I I would totally agree that like all of the girls on my season like we all were able to really get into the headspace of the bonfire and like really confront some 
you know, dark things, some heavy stuff. And there's so much pressure on you because you're sitting there watching like trauma. Like you're literally watching the your worst nightmare unfold yeah. in front of your eyes. And then Mark is like, so how did that make you feel? And sometimes I was like, Mark, are you really asking me? Now? Like, I know. That makes me feel, makes me feel like shit. Yeah. But, but it's interesting too, because I feel like some people take my like, you know, I, when I am talking about like heavy stuff, I like to really take my time and like choose my words carefully. And I think sometimes that maybe comes off as cold. So people have yeah. been like, you know, she's heartless. She didn't have a reaction, mm-hmm. but I sometimes have like a delayed emotional reaction. And in, in the moment, I'm more like a head person than a heart person. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I feel like sometimes I come off as very like almost too composed at the bonfire, you know? Um, But that's just who I am. And, you know, it does hurt seeing that stuff. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys that. Like, it's really, really hard. Um, I was going to say, do you think, because I did notice that on this season, all four of you girls are handling seeing the clips, like, super, super well. Do you think that's because you guys, like, saw past seasons and you were able to, like, kind of prepare for what was about to go down? Yeah, I think I was always preparing myself for the worst, you know, I was always preparing myself to see like, like my worst case scenario is like watching Edgar like sleep with another girl. Like, so every bonfire I'd go into not saying that I was expecting him to do that. But I was like, this could happen because I've seen it happen in the past. Right. Yeah. So I always you know, had that kind of like armor on, like ready to go. Um, And then when I would see things, I really took a step back and realized like, one, this is a very manipulated version of whatever they're wanting to show me probably to get a rise out of me. Mm -hmm. So therefore, Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna like, do that. I'm not gonna get that. I'm not gonna like rise to that emotional place. You know, I'm gonna try to stay composed and see what I can learn Mm -hmm. and kind of push past all the bullshit. Because yeah, I had watched the previous seasons and you know thought to myself like, if you react to what you see and respond from emotion and from those reactions, like that's a recipe for disaster. You know, I was gonna say I didn't want to like fight fire with fire ever. Like I wanted to like you know, see and take information and take what was useful and leave the rest. Yeah. Smart. You're a smart girl. Jillian, you were probably like, all right, so I saw Aaron um, fucking sob, fucking sob every bonfire. And she slowly but surely became the most hated. (laughs) Let's not do that. Well, truly, I shed a lot of freaking tears on TI, like a lot of tears, probably every day. But again, they choose what they want to show. And I think where my storyline is going, it doesn't make sense that I'm like crying all the time. But I, 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 like, I get it. Like, I don't judge anybody for having that emotional response because it's really such a high stakes there's so much pressure at all times yeah oh yeah I mean I said it before in like one of our episodes I know we're like we can wrap this question up we this is the thing Casey and I like we like to talk a lot we go on (laughs) we really do so like I can already tell this is going to be like a fun episode but like to kind of piggyback what you're saying like for me I definitely like my emotions were real I felt that way like I I genuinely was upset a lot but I also did have a really good time and I felt like 
with my storyline, it didn't make sense to show me having as much fun as like Corey was because mm-hmm. I was the one distraught and crying. You know what I mean? So I totally get right, what you're saying. Right. And that's just like, you know, it goes with doing reality TV and like, obviously, you know that now and you're aware. So that's super good that. And I would say like all of the people in the house, like at least in my house, all the girlfriends had probably the same amount of fun partying and, you know, tears Mm -hmm. crying. But again, there's like a, there's a clear, you know, story that has to be built here and you don't honestly have time to include everything that happens Mm -hmm. on the island it's like 24 7 for weeks right so you just yeah some things don't don't make the cut but that's okay (laughs) okay ladies let's get back on track so next question I think we kind of touched on this a little bit already but what made you decide to do Temptation Mm -hmm. Island and how were you reached out to okay so um, Edgar and I had our relationship for the majority of our relationship. We were in college and, you know, for the three years that we were in college together, like it was just so perfect. We were exactly what each other needed. Like, yes, we've done things to hurt each other. We can get to that. But at the same time, I needed him. He needed me. And we grew a lot in that time together. And I think once we graduated, we were kind of at the place where it's like, We either move to the same place, start a life together, or we go on our separate paths and discover what life is like as a young person fresh out of college. So when PI came into our laps, it was like, okay, crossroads. Yeah, we like to joke about crossroads as like a phrase that like you really were at one. Yeah. We they reached they reached out to you right when you guys graduated college. Yeah. So we graduated in May of 2021, and then that same month we were already talking to people about doing TI. Yeah. So it was like really crossroads. Yeah. And then when we went on the show, we had already been out of college for only a couple of months. And like during that time, we were flying back and forth doing long distance, which we've done in the past, like successfully so many times, but we didn't want to do long distance indefinitely. I I knew that I didn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we had a big decision to make. And I live in Florida now. I love my life here. Edgar did not want to live in Florida. And where's Edgar? Um, Edgar lives in Indiana, but right now he's traveling and working and stuff. So yeah, we just had like a little bit of a difference in what we wanted to do as individuals. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was our test to see like, what's more important going after what you want as an individual or like saving this relationship and really working for it because it would have been a lot of work and sacrifice to continue along that journey. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. So that's how we ended up on Temptation Island. <laughs> I mean, like you said, everyone likes to joke about the crossroads thing, but I'm telling you, I was in the same position. Really I feel like it's a real thing. Like you have to figure out what's best. I was at a crossroads. Yeah, like what's yeah, best for you? Lower. What's best for your relationship? Like, is this meant to be? Are you hindering each other by staying together? Are you helping each other? Like, it's it's a serious question, and I feel like it's like there's just so many different like spectrums of being at a crossroad. You know what I mean? Like everyone kind of hits that point one, like one time or another. So I totally feel with like what you're saying. And I know Casey agrees with that too. Cause we both, we both were yeah, at a crossroads. We, we were both at a crossroads. That was like our like, storyline. I, I was like very open and honest with Edgar, like throughout our senior year of college, telling him like, I love you, but I also 
need to do what's best for me. And I don't want to look back and have resentments for not following my heart. And that's not something he or I deserve to have. We don't deserve to have resentments towards each other. Mm -hmm. And that would be like a much more toxic situation than following what was in our hearts. So, you know, I feel like this was like the perfect test to like get some time apart and Mm -hmm. see who we are as individuals because it had been so long since we had had that breathing room. Um, so that like was kind of beneficial with okay. about the whole process. Yeah, I love that for real. Yeah, that's smart. Um, what was the casting process like for you guys? Because I know it, like me and Erin have talked about this in past podcasts that we've done because her experience was very different than mine because hers was like smack dab in the middle of like lockdown, mm. gnarly COVID. Mine was like obviously the very first season. What was your experience in the casting process like? Well, we, you know, they reached out to us. We had a few phone calls, you know, Zoom calls, whatever, just getting to know us as a couple. And like Edgar and I are very much the people to wear our hearts on our sleeves. So when going on a reality TV show, it's kind of like perfect because we were very honest about everything. Like we aired out all of our dirty laundry. We had no secrets going into the show. And I think that, you know, that's how the process works best. Um, So yeah, we did that. And then we flew to LA and we had a great time. And then we like met people in person. And then from there, it was like very easy. Like we were just kind of signed up and starting to pack our bags. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? And I like studied, like I was like putting (laughs) myself in the different scenarios, like what would I do if I was approached by a single guy like this? What would I do if I saw Edgar doing X, Y, and Z? And, you know, I encouraged him to do the same, but I think Edgar's kind of the person who like, he throws more caution to the wind. He's more of a heart person than a head person. And that's why we we're yin and yang and it it works, but also at the same time, it's very different when we approach things like this. So you know, I was like, Edgar, prepare yourself. This is like a crazy experience. And, you know, you can ask him, I guess, how he feels about preparing himself versus the actual experience. But I do feel like I prepared myself to the best of my ability. And there was no amount of preparation I could have actually done. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Like, you're so much like me in that regards. Like, I can be like, very like, type A overthinking, like control freak. And I was the same way. Like when I went into it, plus I had like, I mean, my ex is like a whole other story. But we had like a game plan. And I was like, I knew everything. I was like, they're going to make us think things that aren't real. I was like preparing myself for every scenario. And then you get in it and it's like nothing can prepare you for what actually goes down. Yeah. Like, so I relate to that on a spiritual level. Like I was the same way. I watched like, I was the first season of the reboot season, but I literally watched like episodes from like the original, like 2001, because I was like, I need to know like what's going to happen. I prepared the same way, girl. Yeah. And it's like, from an outside perspective, it's like, well, obviously I can handle this. Like it's, you know, it's a reality TV show, of course, but then you're there and you're literally like, in a house with like (laughs) and you can't like call your mom or like hug your cat and for me that was hard but yeah it was bad it's okay 
Okay, Erin, next question. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess like pinballing off that one, were you a fan of the show before you went on it? Like a fan. Like not like I watched the episodes because I wanted to like see what it was like, but like were you a fan before going on? And did that alter your experience at all? Okay. Honestly, no. (laughs) I wasn't either. I was not either. (laughs) I literally had never seen Temptation Island. I had never really even known about it. And we were approached to do this thing. And it was like about real life couples. And I'm like, well, we're a real life couple. Um, And yeah, uh, we just signed up. How were you approached about it? Um, a DM? Yes, exactly. Okay, a DM, yeah. I, I was just, a lot of people, well. like a lot of people from my season. Slide in the DMs. Yep, yep. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, um, you know, uh, once I, I was approached and I heard about the show, I was like, let me look into this. Let me see what this is about. And I was like, okay, maybe we'll do this. Um, but I truly had never seen an episode or heard of TI before that moment. And now TI has consumed my life. <laughs> it's funny how that it's funny how that happens. But no. you know how it is. Yeah. You just yeah. it all the time and everyone's always asking you about it and it's like yeah. it's done. We've done it. We we've recorded the season. You can watch it and enjoy it at home for twelve episodes, but I'm out here living my real life. So Yeah. You know, Let's get it. Let's keep it moving. Right. Right. Okay. So this might be kind of a tough question, but we've got to ask the tough ones too. Yeah. So throughout the season so far, you and Edgar both like hint and talk about the fact that you guys have both cheated on each other. Yeah. So let's like, let's elaborate on that. Like okay. what's, the, what's the deal? Like who cheated on who? What really happened? Give us the dirt. Okay. Well, all love to Edgar, but you know, here we are. So I guess I'll just give you the truth. Um, So at our one year anniversary, Edgar slept with one of my classmates and that totally broke my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that totally broke my heart. Like, yes, bitch. I would be distraught. (laughs) Like, Jesus. I'm so sorry. Again, like the way I say it, people are probably like, she doesn't care at all. But like, obviously I've I've taken a lot of time to heal yeah, and talk no, about it, you know, that. now. But if you asked me this maybe like a year or two ago, I probably wouldn't be able to explain the story without crying. Yeah, but right. we've taken some time. And um, yeah, so that happened at our one Were year. Were you friends with her? Um, she was somebody who was kind of like, do you know how in a relationship there's always like that one girl who's kind yes. of like an issue or like, yeah, a, yep. you know, I don't know. Like, I, maybe There's always that girl. Can I ask? Yeah. Can I ask real quick? Did he tell you you don't have anything to worry about with her? Like, is it that girl? Yeah. Where it's like, yes. oh, okay. she's just a friend. We don't have to worry. And then it's always that girl. <laughs> yeah. So they had previously hooked up way before Edgar and I ever dated, mm-hmm. and she was super heartbroken. Um, but because I like was falling in love with Edgar, I didn't really see her side of it and now in hindsight I'm like maybe I should have seen that as more of like a red flag like this girl like is telling this story about how she feels betrayed or whatever it may have been and I just kind of took his side which I guess now I feel like you know I wish I had given more space and time to that Mm -hmm. um but 
so yeah, they, they had previously hooked up and never really dated. And then there was no overlap between their thing and our thing. So we started dating organically. We were friends for like a year and a half before we ever started dating. Um, like good, good friends. And then, yeah, throughout our whole relationship, she would say things about me and kind of make posts about me and, you know, um, not be nice to me and clearly still had a thing for Edgar. But in my mind, I had no reason to be worried because we were totally in love and like, it was our first love, like first year together. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when it all happened, actually, like my girlfriends were the ones who like put it together because the girl was really upset and then Edgar was really upset and I didn't know what was going on. So then my girlfriends went to Edgar's house and like knocked on his door and they were like, we know what's going on here. And then he came. You got good girlfriends. I got good girlfriends. For real. Yes. Love them forever. Mm. Um, But so they, they were like, tell her the truth. So then he came and told me the truth and literally like she was the last person I thought he would do that with. So that was really hurtful because if it had been a random girl, like, yeah, that would have hurt. But like, it was like that girl, you know? Yeah. So so anyway, fast forward, um, we kind of got through that. And, you know, I don't know in the future if like, if, if I'm in another relationship where someone were to cheat on me, if I would still stay after going through this whole experience, mm-hmm. um, I think probably I would just walk at that point. But because it was my first love, like I just wanted so badly to like hold yeah, on to it. Of you know? Yeah, first, first and, love hits different. Yeah. Hits, and, yeah. and we also like, maybe it was more of an ego thing. Like I'll be the first to admit that maybe it was an ego thing where I was like, I'm not going to let you destroy this relationship. Like it it takes two to tango. And if we're ending this relationship, it'll be on both of our terms, not yours because you decided to self-sabotage. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to take it lying down in my mind. And I mean, also like, even though college is like the next step in like adulthood after high school and stuff you're still very young then like you were younger than you are like now and we say how young you were doing the show this happened what your freshman year or like sophomore year it was in the beginning of you guys dating so like Like I was like 18 yeah that's a very young age so it's like you're still developing in like your heart, your brain, like everything, you know what I mean? And you don't know what exactly love is supposed to look like, especially when it is your first love. Like I went through very similar in college as well, where I fought so hard for someone who I thought was my true love because that was all I knew. Right. And that's like your person. And for me, like Edgar, you know, was like at that time when all this was happening, like my best friend you know like he was just my world and like have that ripped away from me I was so scared honestly I was terrified yeah because it's almost like it's sorry sorry to interrupt but I'm just when someone that you're dating is not just someone that you're in love with but they're also your best friend yeah it's like you're not just losing like your boyfriend you're losing your best friend Mm -hmm. too so they a double whammy, yeah. like double heartbreak. Exactly. It makes it a lot harder mm-hmm. and it makes it so it's like you convince yourself you can get past the cheating because you don't want to lose that friendship. Totally. On top. You know what I mean? Like, it, that's exactly I what totally, I totally get it. And plus, like, 
we said you were so young, you're a sophomore in college, you don't even have experience with dealing with those types of like life situations mm-hmm. yet. So, girl, I would do the same thing. I mean, the type yeah. of shit I put up with when I was that age, I mean, I'm right there. Yeah. And to me, I also, I was, you know, I was scared, I was hurt, and I was very confused because we had this lovely, loving, healthy relationship for a whole year that we were both working really hard to maintain. And it was just like a different person. Like, I just yeah. never thought he could do something like that. Yeah. So, was really confused and wanting to still believe that he was the person that was loyal and trustworthy and that I knew and fell in love with but I guess you know when people do things like that you have to actually take that information in and like really realize that maybe you don't know this person as well as you think you do um believe what people show you yeah exactly That was a huge lesson. Yeah. I mean, Jillian, you seem very, very self-aware though, which is like chef's kiss. I feel like I keep going back to your age, but when I was your age, I feel like I literally like blamed everything and everyone on like my actions and stuff. And I just feel like you just seem like super self-aware and that's like very impressive, especially under the pressure like you're now under. I feel like it's super Mm. easy to kind of like, push the blame or deflect or something but you're still just very like this is how it was this is how I was like I don't know it it takes a lot of like I don't know it's it's, it's very hard I was gonna say it's very hard to be so self-aware and I feel like like I got that vibe from you on the show and I'm getting it now in person and it just goes to show that's who you are like that's not an act that's who you are I appreciate you saying that. I really do. That that means a lot to hear, you know, especially because I do try to be like my most authentic self at all times in all rooms with all people. Right. And unfortunately, sometimes like that authenticity, people take it as being, I don't know, overly confident or that I think I'm perfect. But like, I am the first person to admit I am not perfect. I definitely yeah. have things I am actively working on and will always have things working on of course but you know I think it's important to like just know who you are and not apologize for who you are and you know that's what I try to do but I do want to go back because like there is another side of the whole cheating thing (laughs) yeah yeah, I was gonna say we gotta hear about your side of things right right exactly Exactly. while we're on the subject of (laughs) self-awareness let's say um So after Edgar cheated on me, you know, I think any woman can relate to the feeling of feeling worthless um, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. feeling, I, I really don't know another word than worthless. And like, I'm, I have a pretty high self-esteem. I'm very grateful for a family who raised me to like, you know, be confident in who I am. But when the person you've trusted with your heart, like breaks your heart, then you're like, am I deserving of this? Is right. this, is this? Yeah. You know, am I worth nothing to him or to myself? So in that place, I did reach out to like my previous ex. And mind you, I literally had only dated like two guys at that time. Like I don't date around a lot. Cause like, I, I like to be in like serious long-term yeah. relationships and I don't want to dedicate my time to anybody who I don't think of as a serious person. Right. Um, but I reached out to like my previous boyfriend who was extremely toxic and like literally we don't really get into it on the show but when I tell you he had me in a chokehold of toxicity like it was it it fucked me up he fucked me up for sure so so my ex prior to Edgar 
was literally so emotionally manipulative of me. Like I, again, just not good, just very bad. But when I was feeling in that worthless place, he had kind of conditioned me, my prior ex had conditioned me to like seek validation when feeling worthless. Like that, that was the toxic chokehold he had on me. So he would make me feel like shit. And then in my young, young age, I'm talking 14, 15, I would go back to him every time because he would break me down and then like would be the one to build me up again. Classic toxic. Classic Right. Girl, wow. I have literally yeah, so like I I was situation. awful yeah. situation with Edgar and it was so reminiscent of this feeling of when I was with the previous one. And so I went back to him and I texted with him here and there, you know, over a couple of months, which like I am so ashamed to admit because like that's like a horrible thing to do to Edgar. But at the same time, and this is not an excuse, it was just, this is how I was feeling. I just like needed a source of validation because like Edgar had just beaten me down with that action so much. So, you know, although now I realize to never go to an outside source to pick myself up again, all on my own two feet. Like at that time I was like, I just need someone to make me feel loved because Edgar made me feel so not loved. Um, And so we texted and whatever. And then Edgar eventually found those messages, which I'm glad he did because like, not that I wanted him to be hurt and see that at all. But at the same time, it's like, he needed to know the truth. And like, this is something that like, you know, we had to confront together and I had to own up to my mistakes. Um, And I totally did. And we, you know, worked on that and stuff. But of course that comes up on the show as everything does. So yeah, that's kind of the cheating timeline, but I never physically saw that guy. I never physically cheated, never went on another date. It was like emotionally cheating. Because I just needed, like, as I said, I felt worthless. I felt betrayed. And I just wanted to feel that. Yeah. You wanted to feel Um, good. So although I will never go back to, like, someone who gives me that kind of negative attention, like, I do kind of Mm -hmm. understand why I did that. Although I don't, like, justify that by any means. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, like, a classic example of what happened between you two of why, like, cheating is, like, mm-hmm. such just, like, a snowball effect because it's, like, you guys were just, like, you were kind of in a way, like, yeah. back at him for right. what he did to you. Like, yeah. cheating is, like, such a death sentence to a relationship. Like, I give props to people that can get through that because it's just yeah and like I I wanted to be okay like I wanted our relationship to survive I wanted to be this like strong person who can get through being cheated on or whatever and it was very hard for me I guess to be vulnerable with my friends and family because I didn't really want them to hate Edgar like I still wanted to have a future with him so I didn't want to be honest about how awful I felt and this one person felt like the only person and on earth that I could really be vulnerable with with about that because I didn't see a future with him or anything like I didn't care what he thought of me um but now I realize that's what therapy is for and if you need someone to talk to your toxic ex (laughs) seriously I love that we love a self-aware queen um so you have, I've watched some of your lives that you've done and you've kind of briefly touched on this. 
was anything on the show like not really shown enough in your opinion? And do you feel like okay. the storyline? So I definitely. What was that? So far from what we've seen. I said so far yeah. from like what like viewers have Obviously. seen. Obviously, you gotta watch all twelve episodes to find out. Um. I would say that a lot is not shown, especially a few things. My endless conversations with Tommy, like hours of conversations about me and Edgar's relationship, my personal journey, the things I wanted to learn, you know, all of that stuff. I feel like on the show, it really looks like we just had like a physical connection and we're just partying together and doing whatever. But there were so many hours of us like getting closely bonded through this experience right. and through real growth. Um, yeah. So it's disappointing to yeah. see like a lot of that not included, like especially like in the most recent episode when we like agreed to like spend our first night in bed together, you know, nothing really happened other than a kiss. But again, like that's like a huge big step for me. Um, and like as viewers, everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. she's in bed with Tommy. But there was like an hour at least conversation leading up to that where we were talking about so many things and we built that emotional connection to the point where we were like, okay, like we'll go cuddle or whatever. Um, yeah. Like you didn't just talk no, like, and like get it on. Like it, there was a lot that Yes, exactly. Exactly. Bed. There was yeah, there yeah. was so much that led up to you. it. And again, like Tommy was really there for me and I always felt like I didn't want to burden Tommy with all of this information about my boyfriend and my defects that I'm working on and you know he was always so gracious and was always there for me and reminding me like, you're not a burden. It's okay. But at the same time, I think the singles don't really get the like respect they deserve of like being these like shoulders to cry on and ears to listen. Like they are there for a reason too, you know? Oh. So I feel like a lot of times yeah. perhaps the things that are aired are things where I'm like trying to like, you know, it show, it's like, it's like, I'm not at all focused on Edgar, but it's like, I was trying to balance, like, not making Tommy feel like shit and feel used and then still focusing on my relationship with Edgar, which is why I was primarily there. Um, so that kind of is that. And right. in terms of my story being accurately portrayed, I would say no, <laughs> I would say it is not accurate. Um, oh. and I would say that like, you know, there's a lot that's not included of like the hours the girls spent together, like talking about our relationships and like really getting deep and, you know, confronting demons. And, um, it's sad to not see that included because for me watching the show, I really enjoy watching people grow and I really enjoy like the, the walking through the fire that you see. And I think all of us did that. Yeah. I think all of the girlfriends on the show really walk through some burning hot fire, but unfortunately, you know, they, they need to make it entertaining. And a lot of times it's more fun to watch people party and kiss and cuddle than whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. It gets tiring like, after a while. Yeah. One, one thing I do want to say that you said that like, I want like the audience to understand you mentioned how you didn't didn't want like Tommy to feel used because mm -hmm. you were dumping some like real shit on him and like really leaning on him like I in my season I straight up would not have survived the island without certain totally. singles that I was really close with that like kept me like grounded and like literally let me like cry on their shoulder would like talk me through shit would calm me down 
like the singles, like, yeah, like they're there to party and like hook up and like get airtime or whatever, but they also help the couples through some like really serious shit. And it's like, I will have a bond with some people from my yeah. season for the rest of my life because yeah. they helped me through such a yeah, and I, time, you know? Tommy is like, See, that's where no, I'm go like, ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go, go, go. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like, I didn't have that, like, luxury on my season. Like, we had, like, a handful of, like, decent people, and then the rest were, like... Your singles kind of sucked. We'll Dude. get into that when we recap. Your season, they were a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> okay. It's Shit a mixed bag. Because, like, people have, like, a lot of intentions going there that you may never find out. And, like, fortunately enough for me, the reason yeah. why I do have this connection with Tommy on the show is because... We actually were really good friends. Like we actually were really there for each other. Yeah. And he got me in a way yeah. that no other single in the house understood me. Because I think we're very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I was really, really grateful that he was there. And that's why, you know, people are like, oh, they're moving so fast. Like if you had seen all the conversations that brought us like very close, the vulnerable conversations we had, like you wouldn't think we're moving that quickly. Because like TI time is not real time. Yeah. I was going to say, people don't realize like that – one day on the island is equivalent to like a week like everything yeah. moves like so fast like it is literally like you blink and it's like three weeks in like it is just or I don't know if it's everything moves slow or everything moves fast but like 24 it's hours is like a week like I'm not even kidding you get to know people right away and like you're spending all right. day every day with these same people that it's and like you're you cut off the world. You have nothing else. Exactly. You have nothing else to do but to like talk all day, every Boss. day. So you get to know each other very, very fast. And I think people fail to realize that, which is why exactly. they're so quick to exactly. judge. And I you feel know? like, you yeah. know, like just talking about the most recent episode when we did take that step and like spend a night in bed together. Again, nothing happened. Although the show <laughs> likes to add some sexy music, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> it's so funny um but yeah like when we did take that step it was honestly I think that you know I was like really shaken up and like I like needed some freaking comfort you know and like I just couldn't spend another night alone yeah. crying to myself in bed and he was there for me and we were feeling yeah. that connection whatever and you know we also like wanted to keep the conversation going like that first night we spent in bed together I like said this and people like probably are like oh that can't be true whatever but we spent all night talking like what happened was we were sitting there on the couches and we didn't want to end the that. conversation but it's like really freaking late when you finish the bonfires it was time to go Bed, and I like really yeah. had so much on my mind like I couldn't sleep and he was there for me so it was really good to like have someone yeah. to like you know comfort me but at the same time I never wanted him to be like a band-aid or a rebound and I was really cautious Aww. about that the entire time so yeah yeah Aww. wow okay while we're on this topic Erin I'm gonna skip the next question okay. I'm gonna go right into I have to know me, so me and Aaron are both like fangirls of Tommy. We really oh, are. This. We're vicariously living through you. We're oh vicariously living through you. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna own it. <laughs> Is he a good kisser? Oh I need my to know. god, you guys! <laughs> what? What? I don't tell. Oh, <laughs> technique. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, 
I had this whole thing where I like told him so many times. I was like, if you're going to kiss me, don't kiss me while you're drunk at a party. Don't kiss me at a party. And I was like, for me, it's oh like, I like, again, we had formed such a strong emotional bond at that point, And I felt it like moving towards being physical and whatever. And I was like, I don't want this to just be a yeah. throwaway kiss. That's not what it is. It's not like we're at a club meeting for the first time. I wanted to be Yes. So when he did kiss me at the Mardi Gras party, I was like, fuck, why did he do that? But at the same time, I was like, oh, that was kind of nice. So yeah. <laughs> it looked it looked very nice, I will say. You were like up against the wall. Yeah, yeah. I was like, got you yeah. go, girl. I like getting the moves yeah. heavy, heavy. So yeah no he it looks it oh looks my god you guys are so funny ass. but yeah i i do think we had that connection for sure and 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 again we were like a really good match for each other on the island i won't say what's happened post island experience but like while we were yeah, there right, it was right. like we just it, it made a lot of sense and everyone in the house was really good for us as yeah. well like that's something you don't see as much like literally taylor would like sit tommy down or like the guys would like talk to him and be like dude what's wrong with you just kiss her like just kiss her already and he'd be like i can't and Aww. um yeah then he kissed me and then that was that so yeah he's he's a pretty happy kisser i would say Aww. yes <laughs> i love it yeah that's okay, adorable. No. where are we oh um oh i guess Every, everyone's I can't speak. <laughs> um, everyone is asking this, like in Aaron's DMs, in my DMs, because you have gorgeous, beautiful hair. Oh, so everyone wants to know: Do you have any like curly hair tips? Like, how do you get your hair looking like that? Especially like yeah, humidity. It looks really hot mm-hmm. as hell. No, you that like a so beautiful, beautiful so yes. hair. Um, well, this it. is my natural hair, and I just kind of wash and go. But I do have my own product that I've been using for many years, and I will be releasing oh. it very soon. Um, it's my own. Uh, it's my yes. own like little concoction that I've actually been using forever. You can ask Edgar. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to like get it out there for the world to try because it's good for all hair types. It makes you super hydrated and voluminous and. And I love it. And um, that's my wow. one product that I use. So stay tuned because it will be available for everyone wow. to try very, very soon. Oh my Dang, God. that's so crazy that you have your own product. Because I'm not <laughs> joking. That question came up so much. They're like, what products does she use? Like, yes, what does she yes, do? Yeah. So that's like really it's, cool. Yeah. So everyone stay tuned. Thanks. So it's, it's one, like I literally, yeah, awesome. I am like so low maintenance. Like, I know I don't appear that way because, like, I'm a super feminine, girly girl. But I literally, if my hair takes more than yeah. five minutes, I'm done. I have no patience. So I wash my hair, put my product, yeah. and then let it air dry, and this happens. So, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah, whatever. Wow. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, oh, thanks. that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, next question, Erin. You got this. All righty. Oh. Do you have any regrets? Um, I, oh, no. Like, whatever you can no, say, no. whatever you can say. Do you have any, I, like, regrets? I have no regrets. Um, I don't ever live my life with regrets. Oh, I, I think everything happens for a reason. I've always believed that. 
Yeah. Um, and oh, I, yes. Again, even though the viewers may not see the growth that I had on the show, I freaking grew so much. And I'm like, so proud of, of that experience and who I am today. And I know I have way further to go and I have a lifetime ahead of me to do that. But at the same time, it's like, I'm really glad that I, I put myself in such like a vulnerable, um, you know, situation in this experiment where really push to like yeah. be your best self um and so I don't have any regrets yeah. about that and then in terms of like the whole Tommy thing and like hurting Edgar and all of that stuff you know um you'll like see throughout the rest of the season how things go but like up until this point like I have not broken our rules and for me like again going back mm -hmm. to the head versus heart thing like I had asked Edgar so many times if you see me kiss another guy, which is within our rules, will you respond badly? Like, will that be too much for you? And if so, let's change and modify those rules. Because I'm fine with not kissing anybody on this entire experience, if that's what yeah. we need for our relationship. But we both agreed that we were okay with kissing because it would help test an emotional connection if it was also a physical one. Um, and he says that on the show, and that was something we had yeah. agreed upon. Um, and I feel like I was always in the back of my mind, like this kind of feels like a recipe for disaster because I just didn't know if he could handle that. Mm -hmm. So I guess that the one regret that I maybe had was not like making the executive decision to change our rules. But at the same time, like I have not broken our rules. And again, like that was like, like temptation island is not normal life in normal life if i kissed another guy not okay obviously but it's an experiment it's a simulation of sorts so it's like you have to have these agreements and really be honest with yourself um and i you know i was fine with whatever kissing whatever but yeah i wonder if like things would have gone differently if we had like clarified what we were both comfortable with a little bit more um so that's pretty much that I think I'm glad I'm glad that you brought up that you haven't broken any of your rules yet because the next question I'm about to ask you I feel like right now you already said like you kind of like are being you're looking like you're a little cold or people are kind of getting that from you in the bonfires and in a way it seems like you're kind of getting totally. put into that yeah. like villain role a little bit um and so I think it's good that we remind everyone that you haven't broken any rules or done anything wrong. <laughs> like you're, you're doing exactly what you and Edgar agreed to and he's doing the same. So I think that's good that you touched on yeah. that and like brought like that up Like it's interesting in his bonfire um, where he's reading the poetry to Marissa, like everyone is like, oh, she's so checked out of this relationship. She had no reaction to that. But the reason why I didn't react to that, maybe the way people expected me to is because that's within our rules. Go write all the poetry you want. Like, yeah. go ahead. That, if that's what makes you yeah. happy, if that's what you're inspired to do in the moment, like, that's fine. If I see you fucking another girl, that's a different situation. <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear, yeah, I'm right there with you. So speaking of you kind of being put into this villain role as it's appearing is happening, um, how do you feel about like social media backlash? Are you getting any haters? How are you dealing? Oh with yeah, that? yeah, no, no, no. Like What's Twitter hates me. Topics? Reddit hates me. <laughs> it's so funny. 
Dude, Reddit. Okay, let's just Reddit. Reddit hates everyone. I think that people Reddit, Reddit is Reddit literally only like there. Like, there's there's nothing positive on Reddit. Don't ever go on Reddit. <laughs> no, dude. Reddit people are like, I'm gonna say it. I don't give a fuck. They're like the scum of the earth. Okay, I don't care. They're people that like literally have nothing better to do Truly. but stay like in their mom's basement. And watch reality TV and talk yeah. shit about people that they know nothing about. Yes. And they're assholes. And yeah. they obviously are miserable human well, beings that hate you themselves. Said it, and I don't give a not fuck. me. You said it. Not me, no, dude, I'll own it. I don't give a fuck. Go talk about me on Reddit. Make a so film. Like, so I do not care. Also, yeah, like. <laughs> I was gonna say, please talk about us on Reddit. Get our name out there, fuckers! Like, I know, right? More publicity. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I so mean, girl, so, so honestly, do, don't let Reddit get well, to you. Honestly, I will say, that. like, okay. So I said I made a joke, like Twitter hates me, Reddit hates me. But there is also a huge side of the internet that totally sees past the bullshit and like sees exactly like where Good. I'm coming from and like how I feel about the situation pretty accurately which is hard to do after seeing how the show is like portrayed um so I'm really yeah. grateful for those people but at the same time like this is a tv show and what you're seeing is a caricature yeah. of who I actually am so if you're judging the gist that you see portrayed right. on temptation island the real jillian is not actually offended by that because i know who i am and the people in my life are honest with me and like you know yes. they, they seem to like yeah. me i Preach, seem to like girl. all my friends like we're all good in real life so again it's like i feel like it's almost a like i'm i'm like reading it as if it's like a third party like version of myself it's a character um and like yeah. again, mm-hmm. I wasn't playing a character. I was totally myself on the show, but because of the way things are chopped up and you know fitting it into twelve episodes, yeah, yeah. you can't you can't get to know the real me. So if you're making comments about what you see, I'm no. not really going to take that much offense to that. Um, but yeah, so you're <laughs> so mature. I love it. Like <laughs> honestly, like. Like, my friends, they ask me all the time. They're like, I do not know how you deal with me. And mind you, knock on wood, I'm very lucky. I don't get a lot of hate to a lot of people that are on the show. It's a very minimal amount. But the hate that Mm -hmm. I do get is pretty gnarly. So my friends will ask, and they'll be like, I don't know how you deal with it. And exactly what you said, it's like, at the end of the day, the only people and opinions I care about are my mm-hmm. family and my close inner circle. Yeah. All those people know who I am. They know my heart. They know what I'm about. And anyone else and the dude in his basement on Reddit, I don't give a fuck about what their opinion is. Like, that's yeah. crazy. That would yeah, be crazy I agree. I need to care I agree. About and it's like, yeah. if you're going to live your life, this is something I have always thought. Like, if you're going to live your life, like, per other people's opinions, you literally will never win. You'll never be happy never because... Everyone has a, an opinion win. on a wide spectrum. Like they, some people want me to be like little school girl, yeah. you know, do no wrong. Like don't talk to a guy, don't breathe towards a guy. Yeah. Like, and then some people are like, fuck Tommy. Like not fuck him. Like as in fuck, like, like literally have sex with him. Like, go ahead. Like, yeah. Do yeah, your thing, no, girl. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, there's so many opinions. And at the end of the day, I just got to follow my heart, know who I am. And I'm not worried about the people. Right. Yeah. can't care about any opinions but right no, i mean 
that was like the beauty of not having a Twitter <laughs> before the show or like a Reddit. It's like I didn't have these platforms. So now it's like I feel like not having it, especially after doing the show, is great because I, my sister, like my family, people would send me like screenshots, like my close friends of like these dog shit tweets about me i'm like mom why are you sending why are you sending me this like i'm over here crying but it's like i don't know i've just learned that i shouldn't like it took me a while to realize i shouldn't care what other people think about me because like you said they don't know the real me and it like it took me a while to kind of process that but then I realized, okay, like, yeah. stay off the social media. Like, I literally made Twitter. I made a Twitter the night before my first episode aired. Literally the night before. And then 30 minutes into my my first episode airing, I deleted it. I was like, nope, not doing this bullshit. And then I've never had it again. I told my friends, my family, I'm like, stop sending me screenshots of mean tweets. Like, I don't want to see it. Like, I'm good. And now, yeah. it's like, I feel like it helped me, though. It helped me because, like, no. I think that's so good, Erin, because, like, again, when my friends are, like, talking to me about it, I mean, I feel like I can handle hate really well, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people can't. Like, it gets to you. And I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I've been on Reddit, Mm -hmm. and there's a few things that, like, bother me. Like, for example, about our podcast, when people were talking shit about me in our podcast. Yeah. Mm Because this is, like, our business and, like, our dream, so that kind of was, like, a little stab in the heart. But then I, like, got my shit together and put myself in check. But if you need to protect yourself and, like, you need to protect your own mental yeah. health. It's just good not to even look at that shit. Like, yeah. don't go on I, yeah, Twitter, I, don't go on Reddit. Yeah. I just it's don't right. care. I just don't care what people, like, think about me if it's negative. Like, what? And you don't need to know about it. Exactly. And yeah. I don't need to know. It's not going to benefit me. And, like, I just, yeah. I would I rather mean, not. Okay. You could tweet yeah. You could tweet nice things yeah. about me. You love the tempting pod. Um <laughs> Well, I will say that, like, in terms of, like, the things that kind of do hurt sometimes, the the only thing that, like, kind of stings when I read is, like, stuff about Edgar and I not loving each other. And, like, even, like, I feel myself choking up a little bit talking about it because, again, it's this first love. Prior to the show, we had three years under the rug together, um, and, like, we had you know, prior to the show, like, I'm not going to reveal how we are now, but like, just in the context of pre-TI, just we had an amazing relationship. And like, yes, we hurt each other. We both will admit that we talk about it on TI, we talk about it here. But it shouldn't take away from the fact that like, we really did have a sacred love. And it's really sometimes sad to see how through TI, not really including that sacredness and that lovingness, people don't believe that we once did have that um, that connection. Yeah, yeah. I would see how like, I would see how that would hurt. Yeah, especially you guys are first loves. Like that's such like a big like monumental love in your life. And for people to say like it wasn't real or like it's just like acting or like wasn't yeah. important. Like yeah, that would stay. And like I, I wasn't like trying to like. That go to TI to like break up with Edgar like that's like a lot of things that people say too like it's like that is also a very hurtful comment just because like if Mm -hmm. I wanted to just break up with him dump him whatever like I, I like could have done that without going through this whole painful experience like it's a really really tough experience and you know I think that it was like our shot to like work at our relationship and and really try to, I don't know, 
me see what we would get from this experience. And it's, again, you're sacrificing a lot going to TI. So putting that into perspective, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't take away what Edgar and I truly know at the end of the day. Yeah. Like we, we know the truth and, and, and yeah. all our friends and family know the truth too. I was going to say, back to it only matters the family yeah, goes for sure. What yeah. did Edgar think? Um, out of all the girls, which girl were you closest to in the show? And how did you girls, like, help each other get through the whole experience? Because I know, like, the bonds between the girlfriends is very, very strong. Me and Aaron both know that firsthand. Because you're, yeah. like, you're each other's yeah. lifeline, yeah. you know? So how, yeah, which girl were you closest to and how did all four of you guys yeah, so, um, experience? Well, what you said about the girls being your lifeline literally couldn't be more true. That is like beyond what they were. Like, I get, like lifeline is not even enough to describe what they yeah. were to me. Um, and of course, like I did have Tommy yeah. to like be there for me, but like when I really needed help, the, the women were there for me. And that was like, I, I, again, I literally wouldn't have survived without them. And I think they would all kind of say the same. Um, and I feel like with each of them, I had like a different purpose. Like, you know, Ash was always encouraging me to just like, go for it, live your life. You're young, go for it. Right. And then Iris, like I would say I was probably the closest to, like, you can probably tell through social media. We just like, I don't know why I always say like my yeah. deepest connection on Temptation Island was Iris and I'm going to pick her. But you know, Iris and I, like, we are kind of also yin and yang, like, the way that, like, Edgar and I are, and, like, Iris is very good at, like, being composed and, like, speaking from her heart, but in a nice way, whereas I'm, like, let me tell you what's in my heart, forcefully, like, I'm, like, yeah, calm down, and then sometimes I'm, like, no, Iris, stand up for yourself, don't let people walk all over you, so we balance each other out like that, which I'm really grateful for. And then, like, yeah. Ashley is just, like, literally probably the sweetest person you'll ever meet, ever. Like, sweetheart, angel, angel like walking on this earth. So, you know, each one of them, like, Ashley was, Aww. like, the one who was, like, comforting. You know, it's, like, Ash is telling me the hard yeah. truth. Iris is telling me the nice truth. And then Ashley's my comfort. So we all were there other in a lot of different ways and like if you could see the bathroom talks that we had in iris's bathroom like whoo girl we covered a lot of ground a lot of um but yeah yeah, i know like so much about them they know so much about me and we are still very very close and truly i would not have survived without them so all the gratitude and love to them forever It's like that every season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you know what I see? So like, I feel like on the show, they, like, try to alienate me a little bit. Because, again, like, maybe I'm the villain of the season. Well, I think we can say that. Um, But it's, like, it's hard. Because it's, like, in real life, we were all really, really close. And then on the show, I feel like I'm, like, the odd one out. Like, you know, I'm the one, like, rolling my eyes or whatever. And it's, like, you know, in real life, we were all besties. <laughs> You are all very close. I will say, I mean, I can see what you're, what you mean that you might look like the odd one out, but I'm not really getting it too much. Like it's very, it's very subtle, but you guys all seem like you're very close. Like, especially like when Taylor got voted off and you were all comforting Ash. Like I was like, you guys. I mean, like we didn't even need to have a conversation. You can see on the show, we didn't even need to have a conversation about who we're going to save. Like, of course we're going to do that for Ash. Like, Again, we could have done anything for each other in that process. Anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
they are they want to just yeah, and I would say by that. It's, it's actually much more security than confidence because like I don't think confidence is even the right word like confidence is an outward expression of your inner security and for me like when I walk into a room yeah. and I walk with my head held high and I'm you know whatever that's my outward confidence that you see but that comes from a genuine place of being mm-hmm. secure in all of my yeah. inside of your soul yeah, exactly. and, like, and again like are. I'm yeah. secure yeah. in like my weaknesses like there's a lot of things I don't like about myself like outwardly and inward and it doesn't it doesn't bother me because we all have things to work on so I guess that going into the show like I was doing this for me and Edgar and for my growth as an individual and for Edgar's growth as an individual mm-hmm. and I knew that I would be a target I knew that I would be a target. I am like a perfect, you know, recipe for reality TV to like make into a villain. Like I totally get it. I have a huge personality, you know, I'm very expressive so they can take any expression that I make and make it anything they want. And, uh, you know, so I kind of knew that and I prepared myself, but I guess while I was there, I was so genuinely immersed in the process that I wasn't thinking, okay, like dim your light so that you're not an easy target. You should yeah, never, yeah. never dim your light so, for anyone you know, or when, anything. Never, ever. Because your light is going to trigger people that aren't secure within yeah, themselves. And, but that's and like, again, like, I, I genuinely want to inspire people to, like, you know, embrace who they are, like, regardless of whether that's the positive or negative things that that's the things that makes you you um that's something I think is so special about like being a human being on this earth and if we can all find the compassion to like recognize that in one another I think it would be a better world um but yeah for me I I knew I'd be a target but again I went full force with this process because I think we both needed to go through this and um I have no regrets as I said and you know, it's like, again, I, I, I could have been a nun, or I could have been, you know, the most scandalous person on the history of TI, and I would still have haters just because of who I am, the way I look, where I come from, and all of the above. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, I chose I to mean, be myself. We, yeah. Yeah, and we said we said this before too that there's no right or wrong way to like do this process. Like there's no right and wrong way yeah. to like go on Temptation Island like you are who you are, you do what you do and there's no like handbook before going on saying what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Like you're not warned, you just go into it being yourself and people are either going to yeah. love it or hate it. And I mean, I know for me as well, people did not like that I was very mm-hmm. confident going into it. Obviously, like I had a quick turnaround, but people didn't like that either. You know, they didn't like when I was happy. They didn't like when I was sad. And it was just something I had to learn to accept because I knew internally what that process meant to me, what I learned from it, the person I wanted to become, the type of like relationship I wanted to have. Like I took away so much from that. And I was like, what matters more? What people think of me who don't know me? or what I learned and what I can actually yeah. use in the real yeah. world. Mm, the, the latter. So I'm just like, you know what I mean? And now I know like Casey as well, like we're both extremely happy and we're happy we did the show. And like you, I don't yeah. have any regrets. Yeah. I mean, as hard as it was, like I look back when I first came home, I was like kind of a wreck of a human being because it's just such a like psychologically draining process yeah everyone so I, like went home, home I had to decompress yeah, and stuff everyone. and I like wrote 
endless journals about every detail of the experience and, yeah. and, and just trying to make sense of it all. And, you know, now that I've taken that time to, to get back on my feet and, and, and remember that life exists outside of Temptation Island, I read that stuff back and I'm like, wow, I really yeah. freaking went there. You know, I did not hold back and I'm really proud of myself for that. Um, and I think, at the end of the day, it's like people got hurt on all sides. And, um, you know, I never wanted to hurt anybody, nor do I think Edgar ever wanted to hurt me. But at the same time, you're doing this process that you both signed up for and agreed upon. And it, it yeah. you, you watch three previous seasons of people going through painful things. So, you know, you have to walk through that right. fire. Um, and I think I'm glad that we, we did that. Yeah. Wait, I have one final question that kind of has to do with that, but it won't be. I want you okay. to answer it in one word. I'll okay. give you like one or two words. Watching yourself back on television now that it's airing. Like what is one word you would use to like describe it? Like, would it be like, I don't know. Like I remember that I watched myself, like my word would probably be like, <laughs> Like what do you like? How would you oh, describe? Like, I know. Do you enjoy? Or I'll I got the word. <laughs> I got the word. Okay, you ready? What would it I be? would say silenced. Yeah. <laughs> silenced. I like. You know what I mean? Like you. I could just yeah. tell all of yeah. you the unfiltered truth. You, if you girl, could see I the know. other hours of footage. <laughs> You're almost there. We're halfway through this I know, season. I know. Soon enough. Soon enough. But again, it's shortly. like as much as I can spill the beans or, you know, whatever, it's like I'm not here to defend myself and I'm not here to like make my truth known. Like who gives a fuck about my truth? Truly. Like right. I do. My inner circle yes. does. But yeah. like, like the people on the internet don't care about Nobody else does. You know what? Too, yeah. Yeah. Because there was a point too, like I, it was at the reunion and after the reunion, like I finally <laughs> said all my truth. Everything was out and people literally were still like, no, literally, no, you still suck. Literally. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I will say. You just can't no, win. You cannot no. so win. So why no myself? Just let it be. That's what I was just. Yep. Yep. That's the one thing that I want to finish on this note. Like, if one thing that I learned from like being on reality TV and like in this type of environment with like social media and haters and all that jazz, like no matter what you do, like you can go like me, you can go on TI and be the most loyal human being. Yeah. So in love, not do anything, be kind to everyone, yeah. be friendly, bubbly, and an amazing human being. Exactly. And people will still fucking hate you. Like you literally, yeah. you cannot win. No matter what you do, you cannot make everybody happy. Yeah. And I've learned that. You guys have learned that. So it's like, why try? Just go and be yourself. Exactly. No matter what you do, you can't make everybody happy. You can go and be an amazing human being and yeah. still be able And I'm not here yeah. to like, I'm not here to like <laughs> be right. I'm not here to like make Edgar look wrong or, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, I'm just here to like speak yeah. from my heart and just be the genuine person that I've always tried to be. And, you know, it's like, if you want Amen. to accept that, then great. And if you don't, then I'm going to just keep doing it anyway, I guess. Keep it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. 
Well, yeah, and you know what? To sum it up, though, one of my good friends once said to me, she was like, "Don't let uh, don't let outside people who have cold hearts change your good heart. Like, oh don't heart. let other yeah. people make you cold because they don't like you or they're mean to you or whatever. Like, you have a good heart. You're a good person. Don't adapt to that. Don't conform to that. Like, stay being a good person because I love that. I really agree. Like when you said that, I really got like yeah oh my god shout out to julia she's like my bff well it's like i know we're like trying to rap but i will say (laughs) this is why we do that like i kind of was making like a joke when the like when the episodes first started airing and i like was seeing how i was starting to be betrayed portrayed i was like if they wanted me yeah. to be the villain, they should have just told me that because yeah. I would have made it real spicy, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. like we're trying here, <laughs> and that. there's only so much spice that you can create um, that didn't actually happen. Yeah. So yeah. as much as I'd like to be like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was really scandalous. Like, it was not. <laughs> and, yeah. You're like, I, I could have, but I, I didn't, because that's not that who I am, and I never will be that person, so. Yeah. 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 Well, Julian, this has been a very good time. Thank you so much for being our very first guest. I'm that's honored. Like, big Truly, deal. I'm big honored. Like, like, wow. Like, I can't believe I'm here <laughs> right now. The stars of this tempting pod. I'm literally in Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. Um, So for all of our listeners, we say the same thing every time. Mm -hmm. Please follow our Instagram at It's Tempting Pod. Go listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever works. Like, subscribe. Check out our website. If you guys can make a donation, that would be incredible. If you can't, not a big deal. Liking, following, sharing does the same exact thing. Everything helps. Erin, any last thoughts? Um, No, just we love you guys. Thank you for listening as always. And we really hope you enjoy this episode with our first guest. Thank you guys. Woo! Alrighty, you guys. Thanks for listening to It's Tempting Me.